With this sixth episode of the In The Good Company podcast, I want to come clean about something. Two years ago, I joined the mastermind and hired a life and mindset coach, Lindsay Mango. Um, I did not tell anyone about it because on some level, I was ashamed that at the age I was in and I am in and at, stage of, at that stage of my life, I needed some help. But I did it anyway because I truly wanted to make some changes in my life and also make those changes so my girls are growing up seeing me doing something that I'm truly passionate about that is fulfilling me and brings me joy. Um, today I uh, bring you Lindsay Mango, a mindset and life and business coach and we'll talk all things coaching and I hope you'll enjoy it. Again, Lindsay Mango. <laughs> Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Yes, we had a little difficulties with our audio, but we are back here and starting again. Yes, I I love it. This is just an example in itself. We were just talking about right, like exactly. things go wrong all the time, and we get to roll with the punches. So and <laughs> exactly, and when you if you ever listen to my podcast, I like to keep it raw. I like to keep it real. You know, it's, and nothing is perfect in life and my podcast is sometimes far from it but I kind of like this element you know of realness and um in how I record it and yes but that's not the point the point is that I have you here thank you so much for um for uh being on the podcast and thank you the honor is mine truly yes and I really really wanted to have you here for a while and and I was kind of uh, stalking and chasing you uh, because, you know, as as uh, 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 as you know, and everybody knows, in the Good Company podcast, it's all, all about me talking to people who I believe and I see as the ones that change the world for better um, through their business mm-hmm. and through their work. And oh. I, um, yes, and I strongly um, see you in this category. Um, I uh, worked with you. But we'll come back to it later. But mm-hmm. anyway, I, that's why I want to invite you here. But I want to—I don't want to steal this, uh, the spotlight here. And I want to tell uh, you to tell everyone: um, what do you do? What what kind of um, uh, services and help you provide to women, not only um, with what you do? Yeah. yeah. So thank you so much. I I love. It, it feels so good to hear that you see me that way because it's you know, when you're working to fulfill your purpose, it's just good little reminders. So, um, yeah, so I am a life and business coach for those of you who don't know, um, Anya does obviously, but, (laughs) um, so yeah, I help women shift their mindset and remove limiting beliefs and blocks and basically get out of their own way so that they can create the life in like every aspect that they want and a business that they are on fire for and that helps them fuel forward the life that they really, really want. Um, And I specifically like just do this for women. I'm passionate like that. My heart and soul is connected to serving women in this purpose because I believe that when when women have these tools, like anything is possible for them. And I think that is what is already changing the world and will continue to change the world. Oh, yes. And I couldn't agree more. You know, um, I think um, when you do this work with with you, with, with, you know, coaching work, and I did it with you, 
you can do anything, even put up a crazy orange billboard in the middle of Chicago (laughs) and you work through your stuff and, and, um, your confidence, my confidence I did with you and whatnot. And, um, and that's, you know, I couldn't, you couldn't put it better. And, and, and that's why I want to have you here because I believe that you empower women and, and allow her, uh, allow them, like you said, to live fuller, more meaningful, and more purposeful, beautiful life. Mm. (laughs) But anyway, I just want to put one more thing on the record and keep things straight. Um, I honestly, I also want to have you here because I never told my family or my uh, friends, Mm. some of my friends that I work with you. I was, you know, I felt kind of shame that I need help in certain areas of my life. And I feel like there's also, there was this stigma uh, that I heard about and felt, not, not, not uh, heard, but uh, not felt, but heard that about the coaching, you know, as a business, that is it, mm-hmm. is it legit? Is it, is it really helping people? But I was at the moment in the life, in my life, that I really wanted to kind of shift things around. Things were not working. I had two young girls and I really wanted to improve my life and and live it, you know, more fuller, uh, uh, to the fullest. And, and I found you. (laughs) And then I didn't, like I said, I didn't tell, told anybody, I didn't tell anybody. And, um, it was just incredible working with you. You know, we worked on starting from, so many things but most importantly for me I think you know understanding my values and what drives me in life and why I do things and why certain things make me happy and what should I do more of mm-hmm. like hearing all that and that amazing work was just simply incredible and and I felt like shift my life um yeah in in, in, in an incredible way Mm, well, I, I, I'm so like, I just appreciate your vulnerability and your honest sharing that honesty, sharing that because that happens for a lot of my clients. Um, oh, where, yeah, I mean, not all of them, but many of them experience, especially at first too, when they hire a coach, um, kind of that resistance to sharing it with people or having people know about it. Um, so I think it's so beautiful that you're sharing that honestly, and also to know that, you know, anyone listening to, and you, you're not alone in that feeling, because I think for a very long time, we've been kind of built in this society that we, we shouldn't have to ask for help or that there's, there's something wrong, right. If we, if we need help, um, when in reality, like, you know, this is the work I do. I will have a coach or a mentor. Like, I truly believe this for the rest of my life. Um, because to me, it's, I will always have a human mind. And the human mind is always cha- trained to keep us safe, to protect us, and to be programmed. Like, and so that we can operate efficiently. And to me, it's like, that's the stuff that kind of limits us and holds us back. And if, if, you want to live an amazing life and create and hit amazing goals and continue to evolve. It's like, you need help rewiring that and pushing past that. And it's so powerful to have someone's 
outside perspective and an expert at this work to help you see where your blind spots are, not because there's anything wrong, but be, just because you want more. Um, and I think like making even that simple shift is huge when it comes to even sharing with your family and friends that this is something that you want to do and spend time doing. Oh, yes, totally. And, and I am now, you know, told everybody or a lot of people <laughs> because it was just interesting to me also. Like, you know, if I do something, why I cannot speak about it openly? I felt a, a little bit, you know, uh, not honest there. Um, so, yeah, so we are past that. Uh, but um, I want to go back to you and your business. Um, so you told us what you do and uh, uh, me and you, we work together um, uh, in a private session, semi-private session in a, in a group of few women. But, you know, how, how do you um, provide your service? How do you um, coach um, your clients? Uh, is it more private setting? I know, you know, I also um, uh, really love and admire um uh, about you that you on your instagram you provide so much free um really coaching advice and like sometimes mm -hmm. i watch you because you're like you coach me there on my <laughs> without yeah. realizing it i love yeah, it thank you, thank you for that reminder i really appreciate it and it's beautiful because you know you could potentially you know it's your business so you 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 could not do that, but you give this, uh, you know, um, amazing free advice and, and, but yeah, but what other ways there are to work with you and how you work with your clients? Yeah. yeah. So I do, um, it, it's shifting a little bit, but early on I did a lot of like one-on-one, -on -one, that intimate setting, and I will continue to do that in a, in a small way in my business. It's something I love. It's something I'm deeply passionate about. It's a container that I really love to do. And I also do a lot of like group programs, which is something Anya was a part of, which is a little bit more intimate still with kind of, you know, like 10 women, seven women. Um, but the and by the way, just, oh, just chime in. It's such a great setting. I met some amazing women there that we still keep in touch with and we are supporting towards each other and championing still each other. And we, you know, we always talk during this call, remember, that we learn so much even from each other when mm -hmm. you... Uh, let's say talk to, during the call to somebody else and and coach them and and kind of walk them through certain things that was also such a great learning experience uh, to me even though it wasn't really directed at, at me uh, yeah. if you know what I, mean. I love that you share that because I think one of the biggest things I mean you you said at the beginning right when you first started you were afraid to share that and I think when we all start to see that we we all have the same fears and we all like have similar challenges. You know, sometimes it can feel really alone out there, you know, trying to grow and trying to change. And so, yeah, that's why I love those types of settings because it's like, it's like, oh, like this amazing woman over here has the same worry that I do. And so does she. And so you can learn so much from hearing that outside perspective, but also it can help you feel just like, we're in this together. Like this isn't just me on my own. Like we are collectively growing together. And so I love that you mentioned that. And that's such a huge part of why I do different things in communities. So, because it's been important to me too, you know, sometimes it can feel very lonely doing this work. Um, so yeah, so that's one of the other ways. And then the biggest way this year that 
well, one, I, you already said like on social media, I have my own podcast as well. So that's like free content and free value. But the other way, the, one of the biggest ways I'm going to be serving more people this year is through courses. Um, and so those are going to be things that people can like log in. They can walk through videos. They can like literally work through their own process on their own time, work through worksheets um, and get exactly what they need from a program kind of on their own self-paced uh, way. So I'm super excited about that because it's, I, I know it's going to allow me to kind of serve my mission in an even bigger way. Oh, yes, definitely. And I think it's, uh, it's such a um, also great way to, um, to coach yourself and be kind of coach even digitally. Mm -hmm. uh, because a lot of this work we did together, you know, we, we talked a lot and have this had this calls, weekly calls and, and workbook, but th th this workbook, we which I'm actually um, going back to sometimes. There was a lot of like really working with yourself um, uh, while you were guiding us. So um, I think that's also like a digital course. Uh, you know, maybe somebody cannot afford have you as a private coach or group mm -hmm. coach, but this digital co course is also such a great value because there is, you know, either way, there's a lot of work you need to do by yourself. So, um, so that's also a great way to, um, to be coached. Uh, but anyway, one more thing uh, popped uh, in my head when we were talking about, you know, overall coaching and why, why we should do it, do it. Uh, you know, and I think we talked about it before that, you know, even the best athletes in, athletes mm -hmm. in, the, in the world, like Serena Williams, like, I don't even know who, Andrea Cassie, <laughs> they all. All, they are the best in the world and they still have this coach every day or every workout who is pushing them, who is, you know, pressing the points, telling them, hey, you know, you should improve this or this or ask, you know what I mean? It's, it's kind mm -hmm. of like I, when we started working and I started thinking about it, um, working together, that's how I saw it, you know, like if you want to be the best in your life, it's so good to have somebody who will be championing you and pushing you in this right direction so you can push yourself. Oh my gosh. Yes. I mean, I was most of my life, I was an athlete and it's kind of funny how it all came to be. I didn't even know like life and business coaching was a thing. Um, but sometimes I think about that. I'm like, I've had a coach, if you think about it, my whole life playing sports. And so it's no wonder why during like probably a seven year gap when I didn't have one, I felt so lost and confused. So yeah. I think you make a great point. And I think we're now, I mean, I feel so excited to see as we, as just like as a society, we continue to evolve. I feel like asking for help and getting support and, you know, having that mentorship and that guidance is slowly starting to become the norm and like accepted because you're hundred percent right. Like the best athletes in the world have coaches. So why wouldn't we all, if we want to live an amazing life and do epic stuff in our lives? Yes, exactly. And I was even talking to my husband yesterday that, you know, I see coaching kind of like a light therapy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's kind of a pushing the nuggets that are on the surface. You know, if you don't want to go to therapy, but you want to improve your life, I think it's a next great step to, to um, get a coach and be coached because it's kind of like a therapeutic pushing you in the areas of life that you need to be pushed. 
hundred percent. I think one of the best explanations I've heard because that there is that line, right? There's a difference totally between therapy and like, you know, psychology and coaching. And it does have, you know, getting to talk to somebody every week or whatever, like listening to what's going on in your world kind of has that similar connection. So I don't know if this would be helpful, but I can kind of quickly explain the difference if you think that would be valuable. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, the difference between therapy and coaching, and I think there's a purpose for both of them. Like I have many clients who went through therapy for a long time and then moved into coaching. So for me, my perspective is that therapy is focused on past. So like, let's look at the past. Let's heal some really like, like powerful wounds and things that are like still bubbling to the surface. Um, and, and we're going to go backwards and we're going to really look into that. Whereas coaching is more of, okay, where are you now and where do you want to be and guiding someone on that process? So we do dig, like we do look backwards a little bit, but it's more focused on the future and where you're going and where you are. Whereas therapy is a little bit more focused on the past. And so I think it's a beautiful thing to go from like healing your wounds to then being like, okay, I'm ready for the next step and I want to move forward. And that's kind of where they both fit together in different ways. Yeah, that's a great way to uh, to explain it. Um, I never thought of it that way. Um, But yeah, it makes total sense. Mm -hmm. But anyway, going back to Lindsay Mango, (laughs) business, I always like to ask because I'm fascinated. I'm like truly fascinated with this moment when uh, you know, entrepreneurs and people who want to pursue their own business ventures. What was the moment that you, um, you know, this idea came to you that you want to open and and uh, and provide coaching services and open uh, Lindsay Mango uh, coaching and how that happened? And you know, please be granular because my past guest, you, you know, we had a story that somebody came with the idea while walking the dog. Somebody else, actually, friends pushed them, seeing the talent and then requesting things. Uh, so how how was that for you? Yeah. So mine actually started. Um, I mean, I, I already mentioned I played college volleyball, and I, I've had a coach my entire life. I never knew that coaching was a thing, but um, it kind of st- my journey started all the way back then, where I get out of college, and you know, something I poured all of my heart and soul into just kind of came to an end, and I, I wasn't really fully prepared for that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize that like letting go of my passion of playing sports and working towards things and competing was going to be such a a challenging thing for me, but it really was. And so that kind of left, started me on this journey of, you know, seeking something else that I was passionate about. And I always thought it was going to be in a, a job setting. So, you know, I got a sales job out of college. I had an accounting degree. Um, and so I kind of stayed at that job for a year and slowly started, started to bubble to the surface. Like my inner voice wouldn't shut up that this just wasn't <laughs> what I was passionate about. So Finally, I started to listen and I left that job and I went on to another job and um, I got a marketing job. And I mean, you name it, I feel like I've tried it. This is the kind of the cycle that happened for me over seven years. I would get into a job. I would think it could be like my career. And then, you know, six months in, I was like, oh gosh, this is not what I, this is not what I'm passionate about. And I always like to share this part of the story because, you know, it's so easy to see where I am now and feel like, oh, this just like happened. But it's like, no, this really was a journey of failures and leaving something behind and saying no to something that wasn't a good fit for me to say yes to the potential of something else. And, and so 
I just kind of followed this path for like seven years and I was introduced, you know, I, I started to have that feeling like, okay, none of this is working. Like, I know I meant for something bigger. I know I meant for something so much more in my life. And, you know, apparently these jobs are just not working for me. They're not the right fit. So that kind of started to open my mind up to the possibility of something different. I mean, nobody in my family is a business owner, so it's never really been something in my mind that I'm like, oh, I'm going to be a business owner. Um, but I started to realize one that I want, freedom was really important to me and like being able to freely live my life, travel, do the things I really wanted to do and serving a purpose, like having something that I, I always said, I want to work. I want to have a job or a business that I want to work on Sundays. Like I'm so passionate about it. Not that I have to, not that I'm trying to run out of my job at five o'clock because I'm so ready to be done. Um, so that kind of just like I started to that started to come into my awareness. And that's actually when a network marketing opportunity kind of came on the table for me. And I said yes. And I started to build that. And what I always tell people is that was when a, a very pivotal moment. And I didn't build my business in network marketing and then switch to coaching. I just kind of started doing that. It got me hooked into personal development. You know, and I'm like reading, you are a badass. And I'm like, yes, I am a badass. I'm so ready. Um, so I start, you know, doing all of that. And then I start to, this kind of brings into my awareness that something more is possible. You know, I'm watching these people online and I'm like, wow, like, look at their life. They work for themselves. That's really when like entrepreneurship kind of became a desire and a reality for me. Mm -hmm. So I'm building that business while I'm working my corporate job. And I start to really recognize that I'm recreating the same problems in my life. I changed jobs seven times. I started this business. I was in a long-term relationship, but I started to notice that I felt the same way, like over and over and over again. And through this personal development work and just through my own self-awareness, I was like, I'm the common denominator. I've changed jobs like seven times. I'm dating a different guy. My life is different. And yet I still feel the exact same way. And I keep perpetuating the same issues. Uh -huh. And so it was that moment where I was like, I had to look in the mirror and I'm like, I'm creating this. And so that was kind of bubbling to the surface. And I love the quote, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. I had randomly around that time gone to a networking event for my corporate job. And I run into this lady who just says she's a life coach. And I'm like, what the heck is that? Um, <laughs> and I, I just literally, I set up a meeting with her for my job. Like I had no intention of talking to her about coaching. But when we sit down for coffee, I'll never forget where I was. Um, I'm like, wait a minute, what do you do? And she tells me, and I'm like, just word vomit. I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like I have so much potential and I'm just so stuck. And, you know, I just go on and on and on and on. And, and so I'm sitting there and I'm having this conversation and she tells me like, she's, I, she can coach me one-on-one -on -one and tells me the investment. And I'm like, oh my gosh. But I just like knew, I just knew it was a yes. And I knew like my boyfriend and the people around me weren't really going to support it, but kind of, you know, maybe people around did you, you supported you. So I did. We lived together. I owned the house we lived in. Um, and we had literally been arguing probably about money like the day before or something. And here I am coming home. Like in my body, I'm like a full hell yes. But in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, no, like he's going to be so mad, blah, 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 blah. So, but I just knew it. I knew I had to follow this. I knew I had to become the person who would make that investment and grow and all of that. So I come home and I tell him and he definitely was not pleased with it, but I just was so certain I had decided beforehand that I'm like, this is what I'm doing. Um, and so that's when 
so much shifted. I, I started to grow so drastically and my perspective changed so much. And I started to understand how my mind worked and how fear worked and how to like get out of my own way to have what I really wanted. And three months after we started coaching together, it just like smacked me in the face. Like this is my calling. This is what I am meant to do with my life. This is what I'm meant to do for women. And so it just like kind of happened in that moment of all of these dominoes kind of leading up. And then I was like, this is it. So I launched my business and it was like, I was off and running. I, after six months, I replaced my corporate salary, like serving this purpose. I like left my job and that was three years ago. And I just haven't looked back since. And it just truly, like I've chose talking about, it blows my mind. <laughs> And now you are blooming, <laughs> blossoming. And, uh, and yeah, and I, you know, I really want to thank you for sharing like all the story because, uh, you know, the stories of how you come up with ideas and create your business are so different. Mm -hmm. And like I told you, Rich Alabak, who was here before he came with, his, came up with his idea on the walk with the dog, but you know, be a little longer, <laughs> there may be different steps. And I love that you admitted that sometimes it's not glamorous it's difficult and maybe there, there will be some failures but uh, it is all possible if you kind of follow, follow this right calling and, and this voice inside that you like you said you heard right that this is not right um i wanted mm -hmm. something more i want to i want something different yeah and I, I love the quote um oh i forget exactly how it goes i'm totally gonna butcher it but it's like if you realize that you don't have what you want like it's never too late to start over and even though like i was in my late 20s so i was i was still fairly young and still am when i discovered all of this but i just always think about that i'm like it's like if your soul is like screaming telling you like it's ready for change it's meant for something bigger and it's like it doesn't matter where you're at in your life like you need to listen to that um, and so there's, it, there's never, it's never too late to start over and like create a life that you're proud of and that you love. Yes. And you know, you were in your late twenties. I just turned 40, 41 actually, which I admitted publicly on my birthday because that was a little, another shame because we live in such a society that is focused on being young and, and, um, youth overall. Uh, but yeah. And you know, uh, for me personally, working with you and doing this work, somebody can say, you know, you're 40 and and starting kind of over. I never, I I'm, I don't have all the answers and you know all the direction and, and amazing business yet. But I never felt more fulfilled, happy, and full of joy in my life because I am listening to that voice because I cleared my values, working with you and other things you know, what I want uh, from life, from work, what is important to me. And again, like you said, no matter the age, um, it just feels so good. And I feel so blessed um, that, you know, it happened to me maybe later and, and that I met you and work with you and, and, and mm -hmm. put myself forward. So good. I love that. 41's young. The older I get, I'm like, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to think I'm old until I'm like 90. Like, <laughs> I don't think that I'll ever feel old, you know, right? I'm the youngest I ever felt. <laughs> so weird. Oh, so but anyway, um, so tell me what is, uh, uh, I always, oh, the other question I always like to ask uh, is because, you know, we can run our businesses 
uh, and companies without uh, apps, programs, and other gadgets. Um, what is favorite of Lindsay Mango? What is what what is your business? Can you cannot run your business without uh, app wise or you know? Do you have anything to share um, in that area with others that you just simply love and can run your business without? Yeah. So, I mean, I couldn't run my business without my phone. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> no phone and Instagram. Can't right? Make- Instagram? Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I'm sure I could figure something out, but I love it. So that's a huge one. Those those two are a huge one. And I actually love thinking about that. Like I've always told people because it's so easy, right? When you get started to overcomplicate things. And I'm like, all you need is a phone, and like one social media platform and then a way to get paid, like to grow a business. It's so simple. So I guess the other part would be PayPal. Like I love that I can use that to like serve my clients and build my business. Uh Um, A new app that I love is Mojo. I get so many compliments on my stories. It's like they're moving stories. So they look very like professional and they they move around. And so I've been using Mojo to build those out. Using Animo. That's the other one. But your stories are really cute. Yeah. Oh, I'll have to try yeah. that one. Um, it's so professional. Thanks. Yeah, that's definitely one thing I need to start outsourcing very soon. But um, but I still enjoy that. So, so, yeah, I would say those are kind of the – is that what you're asking? Like the tangible yeah. kind of techie yeah, stuff yeah. that I need? Exactly. Um, yeah, I feel like that's really all that all I – Or yeah. podcast that uh, inspires you and kind of helps you get motivated and inspired to, to do your, your work. I love the book, The Universe Has Your Back. Um, oh, okay. okay. And uh, it's by Gabby Bernstein. Um, and then podcast. I really love The Life Coach School by Brooke Castillo. It sounds kind of like interesting, but I mean, anyone can get so much value from it because it just helps you really take control over your mindset and create your life. So I would say those are kind of my two staples. Um, and I always joke, I'm like, I'm such a driver and like a doer. And so a lot of my work that I have to do internally is a little bit more trust, right? And like trust that the universe does have my back and that I'm being supported and that all of that. So that book to me is like something when I start to kind of feel that anxiety or that kind of just like push, 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 um, I'm like, okay, we, we need to read that book again. <laughs> yeah. And and this is a beautiful segue and point you were bringing in that you know, even you do do this work and you sometimes have to work on yourself and push yourself to the next level or work through your fears or other scarcities um, that may come up, right? As you are growing your business, as you are growing your company, um, those may, may still pop up, right? Every day. Like, I think that's one of the biggest kind oh. of really, yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's honestly one of the, what did you say? I said, I'm not alone. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I, every single day. And I think that's one of my, was one of my biggest lessons this past year because so much of my, my dream and my vision for my life really came to fruition this past year. Like I moved to California, live in this beautiful house. I can literally see the ocean from my office. I got married and had this amazing, like, yes, congratulations. Yeah, it's just like everything, all of these things that I've been planting seeds for a long time kind of came to life. And I think in a beautiful way, you know, our mind and our ego loves to think like when we get, quote, there, like this elusive, like 
place in life. Like we won't have the fear or the anxiety or all of that anymore. But the truth is I realized like if you are someone who's going to keep growing and just keep going to new levels and like just keep challenging yourself, like it will always be there. There will, there will be a new fear. There will be a new opportunity to grow. And to be honest, I know that can sound kind of like, well, that kind of feels like a bummer. But to be honest, I think that's the like the most fulfilling journey is like knowing you will always have new fears to work through and new opportunities and new growth. And so it's kind of like just settling in and get, getting comfortable with the ride and the ride of life and that it's going to have ups, it's going to have downs. Um, and that if you just keep showing up for the work, it, you'll look back and of course there will be the downs, but the downs will build the ups and it will all lead you to where you're meant to be. And to me, that's what makes life such like a wild and amazing ride. I couldn't agree more. And actually yesterday I was actually calling my best friend today and I was telling her about something that really triggered me yesterday. And I was like, I thought I'm through it. I thought it doesn't, you know, triggers me anymore, but also, you know, how I react to things now, mm-hmm. how I approach the, th- the same things pop up, the same feelings pop up, but I see them differently and, and, um, and deal with them differently. Thanks to that work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, if, if it's a super general question, but if somebody is starting thinking about coaching, uh, like what, what would be a, um, uh, like a first or like, you know, want to change their life or improve their life? What would be besides reaching out and hiring the coach? What would be like a first step um, by themselves that they yeah. can like, question they can um, uh, ask to get a little bit more clarity? Can you give us a little free? Coach? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Of course. Second so, flash. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the first, the first step. It's so simple, but the first step to any change is awareness. And it tends to get a little, like, we all want to get our hands dirty and like do all these things and change all of these things. But the reality is, and I I think I don't, I'm, I need to actually look up this this, uh, statistic because I use it a lot, but I don't remember the exact number, but basically it's around by the time you hit like 35 years old that we will be operating. If you don't grow, if you don't have awareness that most humans operate on like 90% of their subconscious mind. And just to give you guys, like, I don't want to get too scientific here, but like think about a computer and when you put a program on a computer, right. And it just kind of starts running on its own. You don't need to like tell it what to do or anything like that. That's kind of what your subconscious mind does is it takes any fears or any, ways that you operate, right? Like, like, let's say your husband does something for the 70th time. It's like, you don't even have to think anymore about why you're mad. Like you're just mad. So it kind of starts to create these automatic responses. Um, and that's what creates the reality that everyone has. And so if you want to make changes, you have to start to be aware of those automatic responses and those thoughts that are driving forward all of your behavior and everything you're doing in your everyday life. Because every little decision we make comes from our mind. And in order to create different realities in a different life, you have to start changing those things. So the first step I would say is just start paying attention. And not from like a place of judgment, just from a place of, huh, that's really interesting. I noticed my mind just, I had this thought like, ooh, wouldn't it be cool to start a, 
a brand and I had my mind automatically was like, no, you can't do that or you're not cool enough to do that or whatever. It's just bringing that like consciousness because once you have awareness, then I would say the next step is asking yourself, does this serve me to create what I want? Like, does it serve me to believe the thought that I'm not cool enough or confident enough to put, you know, my work out there or to get healthy or whatever it is? It doesn't matter. And if the answer is no, then the work is about shifting this and starting to change it a little bit at a time and saying, okay, maybe because most of us honestly have believed these thoughts our entire life. So a lot of these things are going to feel like fact. It's going to be like, well, I'm just not a confident person. And we believe that. But the reality is that the things that we believe about ourselves, again, is creating the reality that we have. So if you want to create different results, you have to start changing this inner monologue and this inner story about yourself. So again, first awareness. Second, asking yourself, does this serve me to believe this? And then the third would be asking yourself, like, what else could be true? Could it be true that like I could be a confident person or I see that I am confident sometimes when I'm in X, Y, Z scenario. So it's possible that I could become a confident person. And that little shift consistently will start to change. Like you might be like, well, maybe if I was a confident person, I might ask this person at Starbucks, you know, to like chat with me or I might tell them about my this business opportunity or whatever it is. And that's like what slowly starts to shift the reality that you create. And all of us want the, you know, we want the diet pill to success. We want the tell me what to do and uh, we'll just do it all. But this is what actually creates like this is the diet pill to success. This is what actually creates long term success, lasting change um, in your life, in your business, in your health, whatever it is that you're wanting to do. And so to me, it's like, would you rather put a Band-Aid over the problem or find a real solution that's going to change the problem forever? Yes, totally. And and just to add to this, sometimes for me, for example, I like to stop because really building awareness and being conscious is to stop and observe, right? And I love when somebody triggers me and like something makes sense because I'm just like, okay, I got upset. Why did I get upset? You know, the, the such incredible things pop up when you uh, think about it. Like you, I don't, I was, I, uh, I was kind of weird out that you mentioned like when your husband does something several times, and I was like, Lindsay, what do you know about my life? Because like, <laughs> for example, you know, he he does something and he doesn't finish, and we, and it drives me nuts. You know, he doesn't fully finish. Um, uh, 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 let's say like food that I served him or that I made for him or whatever he does he sometimes doesn't finish in thing finishes Mm -hmm. and I was like why does it upset me and you know why because I do that because it's my problem that I'm projecting on him Mm. and then I started looking into myself why am I not finishing is it true like you said am I not finishing things I finished this and that and that like where is this coming from and and then I'm not getting upset that much anymore at my husband. <laughs> and I also mm-hmm. noticed that I that I really pay attention and finished more things when I started. Or sometimes I let myself loose and be like, you know, maybe I don't finish it because I'm not interested because that's not where, the way I want to do things or I should go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also don't judge myself. But that, to your point, that was interesting. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. It's a, that's actually honestly one of the first things that kind of created like why I hired a coach because I, I was so resentful. My husband is a different man than the guy I dated before, but and it, all of the stuff I learned in that previous relationship changed so much how I showed up in my relationship because I used to make my my boyfriend at the time so responsible for how I felt. I'm like, he doesn't clean the disses and he plays video games and he doesn't make me feel special. And when you start taking responsibility for yourself and your thoughts, because circumstances are circumstances and they are neutral. So anything, any way you feel is coming from a thought you have about it. Now, I know some of you might be thinking of extreme situations and it doesn't mean that it's okay that something happened to you or whatever, but there's always an opportunity to see it differently. And so when I started to see like, wait, I'm the one who wants the dishes washed. So like he doesn't. So I either wash the dishes for me. Or I decide it's not convenient right now and I leave them in the sink. And if he ends up washing them, great. Or if I, when I want to wash them, I will. And when you start to take complete responsibility for your emotional world and your thoughts, it it is so empowering because otherwise you're just a victim. You're just a victim to how your husband acts or your boss acts or whatever. And when you're a victim, you have no power to change. And it's such a comfort to be a victim for me, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And to your point, we are talking about example like dishes or not finished food, but those are the little things that you start with. And then I feel like slowly I transition it and I see it in a different areas of my life and I stop myself with my kids. Yeah, you know, that that's a big thing for me now to be really conscious about how I parent, where things come from. Is it something that was programmed uh, uh, within me by my parents? Do I really agree with this type of parenting, you know, and then that's building this consciousness is just amazing first step. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that advice. Yeah. Of okay. I'm always trying to uh, keep those episodes short, but my guests are just so interesting and you are so, you have so much. <laughs> I want to know one, one more, one thing, one more thing. Um, so what is, what is, where is Lindsay Mango going? What is the bigger dream? Like what is, what, what, what do you want your company and your business to be? Is there is a couple of retreat? I take a DM you. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank I you. Hope- I- Convince my husband. He's still You're in. I love it. <laughs> I'll tell you, tell, you know, I'll take him even if he doesn't want to go. He's I'll gonna take him kicking and screaming. Present for our, you know, wedding anniversary. Do this work together because I feel like it's so it can be so great and build connection between the couples. But yeah, what is what is next for uh, Lindsay Mango Coaching and yeah. company? What? Are, what is that then? I love this question. Um, I actually sat down the other day to get really clear about my vision because, you know, I think something that comes with having a business is learning a mo- like business maturity, right? And so for me, I think I'm just now coming into this phase where um, when I first started my business, I was so excited to serve and I still am, of course, that's always the constant, that's always the mission. But, you know, it gets really easy to like be like, okay, like I want to get my business here in a year and here in a year. And while that's beautiful and amazing, what I've started to do recently is really thinking about like 10 years, 20 years, not like, and starting to make decisions from where I am now in my business and my life for the 10 year vision and not for the short term kind of success or the short term like push to do something. So literally I sat down the other day and I, I, with my husband too, and we both got clear on kind of our individual 10 year, 20 year vision and, you know, like what that looks like kind of together. So Lindsay Mango Coaching to me is always going to kind of be the centerpiece 
of the work that I do in the world. Uh, my vision is to continue to help women create lives that blow their minds by starting businesses they love, by learning how to manage their minds when it comes to health, relationships, um, all of the things. Like the biggest thing I'm all about is that like your mind creates everything. So if I can teach you how to like get out of your own way and work through your mindset, you're going to be able to create anything you want in life. Um, so that's always going to be the centerpiece in helping people in both of those regards, life and business. Um, I do think that we will, Chris and I will do some joint partnerships in the future because yes, so, you know, we, because again, I wouldn't have the marriage or the relationship I have without this work. Like, I mean, it's impacted everything. So I definitely see that in the future. Um, and I, I see I have already started writing one of my first books. Um, I see maybe potentially like actually a coach certification program because I want to help more people do this work and do it really well so they can change the world um, with something they're passionate about. So that's kind of on the, the business side. It's really serving that purpose. I also have, um, you know, a not-for-profit in mind. I would love to go into like inner cities and schools where kids don't always get the opportunities that I had in my lifetime um, and like teach them about the value of their ideas and their creativity and like help them see that they can like their ideas are valuable and that they can start a business and it's simpler than they think. And honestly, I, Chris probably thinks I'm crazy sometimes, but I'm like, let's make like a shark tank. We'll do like a, we'll go into these schools. We'll teach them how to like be entrepreneurs that their ideas are valuable. And then we'll let them pitch like ideas and we'll donate money to help invest in their ideas. So, you know, I, that's something that's really on my heart and something that Chris and I also want to do for our future kids. And then, you know, I see things like we're going to have a property company where we can have people run retreats in our properties. And we also want to own a restaurant. Um, Whoa. So yeah, there's lots of stuff on the Love table. It. Um, Sky is the limit. Yes. And to be honest, you know, what's always at the center, I was literally just talking about one of our restaurants ideas of it's like it's help creating a community at a restaurant and making it all about joy and love and community. And like, that's the vibe of the restaurant. So if you think about it, all of our vision is all kind of coming, all of my vision too, for Lindsay Mago coaching and what I'm doing in the world, it all comes back to helping people live amazing lives, like feel like anything's possible, feel connected to other people. Um, and that's really the centerpiece of all of it. So it is changing world for better. Yes. Because that's yeah. what it is. And I want to take out cliche of that sentence. And I'm going to repeat it with your business, uh, Lindsay. You are changing a world for better. You are changing people's lives for better. And I applaud you for that. And I thank you mm -hmm. for that. And I thank you for all the work we did together. And I hope there will be a couple's retreat. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. And Chris will love to hear that. He's been really pushing for it too. Yes, please. And you know what? There's one more thing I was talking to my husband about, um, thinking about your husband, who's also a coach and has a co coaching business, right? I feel like it's such a great opportunity for men to oh tap my gosh. to that area because with all the feminine energy and, fem and women rising, there is this shift. And I think oh, a lot yes. of men can have... Prob not problem, but may not be able to find themselves fully in certain situation. I'm very fortunate to be married to very confident and, and very supportive partner. And we always build our relationship on the partnership. But it is a huge shift that is happening within the world. And I think men could benefit so much from coaching because it's not going deep 
like you know on the couch therapist <laughs> but those are like practical things that you can really make your life juicy and improve it and just make it beautiful and and I think especially men could so so benefit from it oh my gosh a hundred percent I do think that there's this huge shift happening and I think you know men have the opportunity to rise or kind of be like you know, stomped on in the way. So I think they're going to rise and I think there's so many opportunities, but there's also just like you even said at the beginning, I think there's even more of a stigma around men being able to talk about how they feel and grow and ask for help. Like, especially um, ask for help, you know, because men's supposed to be strong. Like that's the stereotype that we, um, embedded and yeah. Yes. Yes. Totally. Okay. So where, where, uh, everyone can find you. I will link, I will put all the information about you in the, uh, below, uh, below the, in the notes of this episode, but where everybody can find you and is there anything coming up? Do you have a course coming up or? Yeah. So, um, everyone connected, like you said, I, Instagram is, I love it. I love adding yes. value as consistently as possible. So people can connect with me. My handle is at Lindsay with an E mango underscore. Um, and then I have my own podcast. It's called soul CEO. I do actually think the name will be changing sometime in the near future, but you can always look up my name and then, yeah, I will. Um, I have a few things in the works right now. I'm actually about to go on my own, like, uh, attend a mastermind with my coach. So um, I'm kind of I'm being patient to getting things out because I am, again, working on making long-term decisions for my business and for the greater purpose. So I do have some courses, though, that will probably be coming out at the end of February, one focused on helping you take your idea, turn it into a business or really grow your business. Or if you aren't even at that point, another course on help, like doing this work. How do you shift your mindset so you can have the health you want, the finance finances you want, the passion, the relationship, like all of it. So um, yeah, in the near future, that will be going live. And if you follow me on Instagram, you'll be able to hear all about it on there. Can't wait. Yay, <laughs> me too. Watching <laughs> me. Oh my God. It's always so fun talking to and, uh, and yeah I just wish you all the best and we'll I feel like we'll keep in touch for sure oh, of course. Um, and yes. thank you for uh, for coming here and lighting everybody and talking about coaching and how amazing it is and um, what a great change in everybody's lives it can <laughs> thank you so much it's so always so fun I love being on uh, my like past or current clients podcast it's so fun to talk. I know I I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Lindsay Mango and learned something about coaching and how it can help people, how it helped me and potentially maybe help you. Um, Until next time when I'm going to bring you more good people doing good things, creating amazing companies that are changing the world for better. Love and light.